be anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us. It's the Podcastle. Matthew Clark, John Hasinger, Mike Biscardi. Before we jump into tonight's show, I just want to welcome John back with a little segment I like to call Reading Out Loud, our comments and feedback on Facebook, starting now. Um, and that was it. That was reading Facebook comments from people that like us. Thank you so much, Zuckerberg. Now go fuck yourself. John, welcome back to the show, man. We missed you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Be back. It's been a whirlwind and a half uh, for the since the last show. Like we did a show last Thursday, and in between then and now, I have. I feel like I just haven't stopped. I haven't been able to even respond to a text message on Facebook. Like a Tijuana cracker, you just keep when going. I, when I travel, I just like disappear. I can't do two things at once. <laughs> Preach to the choir. I tried well, looking was, for you on Snapchat. I couldn't. Couldn't I guess, do it. I was so. I was drinking the whole time, so I didn't. I don't like fucking around with my phone when I'm drinking yeah. heavily. Oh you yeah. Know, I, I don't trust myself. So drinking I, and texting and. and right. And, and I don't just texting. dropping it or spilling beer on it or just being stupid. Soliciting um, late night propositions. I usually just leave it in the car. Yeah. Um, but it, it was awesome. It was so much fun. Um, at like nine o'clock in the morning Saturday, started drinking, playing, um, you know, cornhole, and then we went to a winery for like five minutes to see if we could watch the Phillies game. But of course, for some strange reason, they yes, the Cardinal get, Hollow Winery conveniently located in Lansdale. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't get the Phillies game, so we were like, screw this. So we went and played mm. wiffle ball on a field that my brother the day before mowed a wiffle ball field into the grass on a backstop at like like an abandoned backstop. I saw that. It looked it looked great. It looked like so much fun. It looked like a video game. And I was Lenny Dykstra without the problems. <laughs> And we brought beer over there. Like, that was okay. Like, no one would give us a hard time. And we just played wiffle ball, got inebriated, and, you know, went back to his house, cooked out on the grill, then went to a bar. I don't really remember leaving the bar. I just remember waking up in the morning with the biggest, the worst hangover I've ever had. Because I woke up on the floor of his basement with just a blanket, no pillow. Oh. My neck, I couldn't. I, oh, so my you didn't drink the water. You had to. You didn't hydrate the senses. I did hydrate, but just not enough, Matthew. Oh, that's uh, the worst. The half hydration. Just so much. You may as well have not done it at all. Yeah. I think right. It makes you urinate more, but you're still dry. Yeah, you're yeah. still irritable. You still got the cloudy head. It's crazy. So you were up there for three days, and then you had the uh, three days. What'd you get back? I got back Sunday night, but, you know, I missed two days of work. So that is like uh-huh. missing a month of work. Not really, but it, it's just a lot of catch-up and yeah. an exhausting catch-up. Digging yeah. and responding, covering mist, even though they did do a great job. But the, the best thing about my bachelor party was my brother, how he organized everything. Like, yeah. he would yell at me if I tried to pay for anything. Uh, oh, stand-up guy. Like, he made a bartender, like, put the money back on my card, and then he <laughs> paid. Friday night, we went out to the Warriors game. Or, not to the game, but we went out to a bar and watched the Warriors game. 
and that was dicey. And then you know everything was just there was like bagels and schmear, uh, Saturday morning, <laughs> you know, and coffee. But then he also had like ten little Baileys mini bottles, you know, for your morning coffee. Oh, just to get everything good. going right away, like immediate buzz. Good for him. Yeah, man. And we had so much. Feel bad beer, for that toilet. And I didn't. <laughs> So the hangover was about uh, three days oh, from Sunday oh, to about man. like yesterday. I feel like you just did that. I tell him, Dave. I know that. Remember, I was like, you're back in college. Be... I'm done. Your liver for like a while. You woke up this morning and your liver was next to you in bed smoking a cigarette. And said, John, you were amazing last night. That's what we're doing. <laughs> you whore. But, so welcome uh, back, yeah. man. Yeah, thank you. I missed uh, you. Yeah. Just wanted to thank my brother for doing everything. I, I I don't know. I feel like I didn't do that much at his bachelor party, but if if you don't remember that much, then it was a great night. You know, you pulled it yeah. off. Yeah. By the way, the pictures of you leaked online today from the party. I didn't know you had a scarlet robe, but apparently you did. <laughs> scarlet robe. I want to. Uh... But yeah, let's get on to the show. Enough of the bachelor party. Okay, Congratulations, welcome back. Yes. And, you know, I want to keep bring down the everybody listening right now with a sad story of this uh, Christina Grimmie. Yeah. You guys know about that. Unfortunately, it was very tragic what happened in Orlando that in the obvious last weekend. But the, there was some video that surfaced today. Uh, and Piscardi made a great point. Today's day and age with everybody with a camera ready to go at any point. Nothing is pretty much um, – everything's going to be leaked at one point. Ties into Took a week, a week to leak, a week to leak. I mean, as, as far as I know, I just this thing happened to surface today. She was signing autographs. Um, I don't know if we have the video, but there's a video of her getting shot. Trying to find. I don't it. know how. I didn't see it go that far. It cut out as soon as they fired the gunshots. I don't even think I saw the, oh. the killer's face. But I mean, it's it's the video. I guess some fan. Some young girls were, were filmed. <sighs> because you, you figure she's signing they, autographs, they were, they they're going to have the phone. Right. They were expecting to get video footage of like an uh, an arm around or something. Like, hey, I'm here with my favorite pop star in Orlando. But instead, you know, that got cut short. Oh, he had a goofy it, name. Kevin James Loible. It's hard to believe that doesn't happen more often. I mean, there's people yeah. signing autographs that, you know. Right. Uh, a gas station or you know they're outside and you can get to them you can just walk right up there's no metal detectors blow their head off john you just went to a really dark part of your soul right now you know i mean think about it do we have footage let's see so bad i can't find any uh footage of this video fucking maniacs i had it but yeah it was um... maniacs johnny maniacs johnny (laughs) do look angus it's uh it's very sad very scary the Orlando just got hit three times with bad news. Orlando area, I should say, in the past, you know, five days. And yeah, why Mike looks, yeah, why he looks for the video. I gotta tell you, the, the little kid that was drugging to the Seven Seas Lagoon. I've been there. I've been to the Grand Floridian. I've stayed there. That's the happiest place in the world. I mean, that's like Nothing going to Disneyland. Happens. What's that? Nothing bad happens. No, it's like going to Disneyland. The only way I could equate it was going to Disneyland and having, like, Donald Duck hit you in the head with a baseball bat. I mean, everything's happy. You're with your family. You're in Nebraska. You're from Nebraska. You're down there visiting, and all of a sudden, a gator comes out 
and rips your kid, and that's it. I mean, I couldn't fathom that family is going through. And, and apparently, there's been like five sightings of gators in that lagoon, and uh, you know, no tragedy, but just the same, they still allowed people to sunbathe and and uh, to hang out. Well, well, this happened at night. Lagoon. It says don't swim because uh, it's not friendly. Right. Friendly not gators. Mm, that's a, nice. That's, the Seven Seas Lagoon there, that they, uh, it's like a man-made lake around, you know, Magic Kingdom and whatnot. All the Polynesian and Grand Floridian Hotel, they all connect there. The swan um, and the dolphin. It's not something at – first of all, I wouldn't want to go swimming there anyway. It's just stagnant kind of water. But Tepid. At nighttime, it's tepid. I don't know if I would let my kid just jump in there. It's not their fault by any means, but it's not an inviting body of water at nighttime to want to go no. – and they have signs that say gator warning and right. it's not like you know a cartoon alligator you right. know, like a disney it's cartoon. not captain hook's alligator saying yeah, we'll sign an autograph in your book after the show I couldn't right. pull an alligator out of my disney bank of cartoons i could have pulled it out of my ass the i mean I, that, that just came to mind so it's a little, little scary too yeah, man. I wake up Sunday morning not only with the biggest hangover of all time, but, but like all this bad shit in Florida happened while I was yeah. like blind to while the world. Right. Right. It happens in threes. So crazy. There was that. Um, there was the Christina Grimmie shooting in the the Orlando one. Ugh. Did you guys cover Orlando on the New York Minute? Briefly, but we um, we, we spent a little time because we. We obviously, it was obvious. Yeah. Sure, it we was the it. obvious news. But uh, yeah, I was glad you, you guys. Know, there's, uh, we knew there were just more developments, right. but we didn't want to. didn't want to dedicate too much. Yeah. Of the New York minute to the regular show without you, of course, being here. Uh, well, but uh, so <laughs> that was very respectful. <laughs> But knowing that it wouldn't be old news by the time you did get back, because everybody's still talking about this a week later, because there's always new developments. And, of course, uh, in other local news, I can't find this video. By Segway. I can't find I, I thought I saw it's, it. It's tough to find. I know. They're, like, yeah, blocking the worst, it. The worst development from the, the story that keeps unfolding there in Orlando was how the cops that were there when there was, you know, afterwards, and there's these dead people laying everywhere – and all their cell phones going off at the same time. Like, right. everyone oh, knows imagine? they're there is trying to get a hold right. of them. Could oh, you imagine? How much did it take for these cops to come barging in with the, with the barrier? Yeah. With like a, it, it happened hours yeah, later. I mean, come on. Yeah. Thanks. You know what? It reminded me a little bit of Columbine, how they took so long to get into the school. Yeah. But at the same time, too, the shooter was saying on the 911 call, that there was, a, there was a few of them in there. He made it sound like there was like four shooters going on to keep him at bay. But even at that point, I mean, just get in there, you know? Right. That's what you're paid to do. And didn't the gator, the kid that got pulled in by the alligator or crocodile, didn't he just drown? Like the gator didn't like eat well, him. Well, the kid was in yeah. attack according to right. uh, the, the, new, the sheriff, I guess. So. Wow. I, I hate to say, well, at least they found a body. And I no, but you're right. Body. I mean, there's yeah. no positive way right. to look at it, but at least, you know, they think it's closure. Yeah. Yeah. At could least they have some closure to it. Could I mean, have been scary. better to, to drown. Maybe he would have died faster. You know, there's, I don't know how to make it look yeah. 
positive. The, the <laughs> right. kid had eaten in one gulp. Right. That's, a right. sick, that's a sick thought too. It's just there's no positive way to look at it. It's a two-year-old, and this poor guy's father's going to have right. that for the rest of his life etched oh. in his head. You'll never and, get over that. You'll never get over that. And now there's all this talk about who's to blame uh, because you can't blame the Gator. So was it Disney's fault? What's the fate of Disney now? Are they going to charge the parents? But you know, yeah. I, I, as far it's as an the accident. Parents, if I was to throw my own two cents, I mean, haven't they suffered enough? Yeah, it's a, you know? no, definitely yeah. not the parents. And Disney did a good job with the response. They did everything they could. Yeah. I mean, they they work constantly with the wildlife protection services down yeah. there, and and to keep them at bay. I mean, they've taken at gators out there before, and you're in Florida. I mean, there's that's they're there's alligators. You're in a lagoon. Yeah. Um, there's they, it's no home. swimming. It's nine o'clock at night. You can't see the water. You certainly can't see the bottom of it where they hang out. It's just, it's just an accident, you know. It it happened at night. It was dark. It was like nine twenty at night. Damn. Yeah. And apparently the uh, the father was, you know, he would treat, did a last ditch effort to try and save his kid. But the gators are fast. I actually and strong. Buddy, they're strong, but they're, they're quick. And uh, a buddy of mine, dinosaurs. A buddy of mine from uh, Long Island would go down. He was living in Florida for like two years teaching, and he was showing me videos of how he would gators hunt these things. Oh yeah, he would go down to Florida. Yeah, they eat their tails, and it's delish. Yeah, and so he uh, he would chase them, but they'd get away sometimes. Yeah, you know how you have to get away from them is you have to run around in a circle because they can't turn. They can't yeah. pivot ninety degrees very quickly, and then you don't. Right. It's like right. with a bear, you got to play dead. With a gator, you got to run around it, and then. Wow, excellent I survival advice. I, I, I really mean that too. That's not sarcasm. That's that's oh. excellent survival advice right there. I would run it. I would forget that if I ever saw one. Just run away and shit my pants. Yeah, it's like all the times that I've been trained to disarm a guy with a gun. Would I really be able to do? I'd be thinking. Well, I think you so would. Ways I've been trained to do it. Uh, just hold that thought. You know. I, I think I've you been would. Trained to disarm an, an AR-15 if I'm close enough. But as they said in the Rock, the training, believe me, it'll come back to you. I bet you I, can pull it off. I, I need a, I need a fact check on that alligator thing because I thought you're supposed to zigzag because they can only really run straight. Really well, you can zigzag sense. too. They can only run straight. You just run in the circle. You're really not getting anywhere. No, no, no. Like, don't run in the circle. Away, well, run around it, 180, and then dart because they can't turn around that quick. Uh, oh, they can't. But if it's coming out of the water, you should do the zigzag. Right, but so definitely, by the time it turns around, so do a banana pattern. Yes. Don't have to fact check me again. Next, I'm going to tell you about how I'm a billionaire. Well, I don't want to get eaten by a gator. I live down here. <laughs> Clark's negligent <laughs> advice. He's being sued. John just got ate. So. Here's an interesting thing that kind of comes as no surprise, so, but again, comes out a little bit late in the game. But going back to the original Florida story from last week. So the, the Christina Grimmie's killer thought that they were getting married. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. And Mark David Chapman. fan who got LASIK and hair transplants. She, he got LASIK? LASIK and hair transplants. Well, they should have put a better picture of him online because the only one I saw was right? his bald and <laughs> fat ass with orange hair. And I what think the funeral the was today in, in Jersey. I'd fuck me. Oh, was it today? So, yeah, I believe so. Uh, so. I got to be honest. I didn't know who she was, and that doesn't mean anything. Oh, I never heard of her. But, but I, I didn't know who she was before. Heather used to vote for her on The Voice. 
Oh, it's wow. a generational thing. Text, the voice. Yeah, of course. She doesn't watch yeah. Thrones, but she watches The Voice. Right. Doesn't watch Breaking Bad, watches SVU, Law and Order. Didn't watch Lost, <laughs> but watches Two Same Broke Girls. girls. <laughs> it's a great. How dare you? bite your tongue. <laughs> uh, so, um, another thing Yeah. Uh, about the uh, Orlando. Now, they're saying... Another thing I heard is that he was gay himself, and that's why he shot up a gay club like the media constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's they what never they want to look at. But they wouldn't think that maybe this he guy was, was trying to lure guys on to tell people that he was gay, to lure them onto a date and maybe kill them like Dahmer or something. Ooh. I don't know, man. I spent a lot of time in West Hollywood around the gay community, and I can tell you that guy's hair was perfect. I thought that before they even said that. I thought he was gay. His hair was perfect. Um, he spent a lot of time there. Okay, maybe this and that. But the other thing is, there was a guy arrested that weekend in Santa Monica going to the gay pride parade in West Hollywood with all these guns. He was uh, gay too. They said it was he had a boyfriend. Uh, it was boy. so weird, this whole like potpourri yeah. of information yeah. floating through. And, and now do they charge the, the, the ex-wife because she helped him get ammo? I mean, they're always – when the guy yeah. is dead – they got to find somebody else to blame. Who else? Right. They need, they need to and revert the anger. They always blame ISIS because he came out and said, I pledge allegiance to ISIS. The guy even, this was a... And ISIS was, was like, shut up. For that. Yeah. He we called don't know up you. a radio station, a local one in Florida, while he was committing the shooting and cool. said, I'm at the Pulse nightclub. Oh, I walked by. I don't know what he really said, but he, he said, "I'm shoot. I'm really. I'm killing people right now." And of course, what? you're used to producers wow. who screen calls, I guess. Yeah. And you think this is just another crackpot wackadoo. You know, he's yeah. Uh, he's another. He wasn't delivering the goods at home. Like you probably said that. So they kind of just another passed off, but it was actually him. What a weird story. Every aspect of it. The, the what you just said, yeah. calling a producer. I mean, having that number saved and. Yeah, that's. You know what's weird too is I read, and look, I'm not discrediting anybody that was killed in that event, but I was reading multiple, watching multiple stories on, it was CNN, about how some of these people would text their loved ones and say, "Call nine one one." All you got to do is yes. hit nine one one. It takes longer to text. Would have made a difference, right. believe me. They were toast. <laughs> but I just thought. I'm laughing. I mean, it's not funny, but I no, mean, but it, really think about how stupid people can be sometimes. How easy can you just hit 911? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I see examples of that every day. Someone will email me a question that I guess they're asking they me to ask someone else the for the answer. Yeah. Or they'll like, call what? a dispatcher what? and not know what to say. But they'll think, oh, if I call the dispatcher, they're going to say 911. What is your emergency? And then he's going to hear me and I'm going to get shot. Right, you I know. guess they can. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't know what the rationale. But then it's call nine one one. Then you get the text back. Shut up. Shut up. Seriously. <laughs> you got a meme back. But well, getting back to the the point <laughs> I was making, so we got to find somebody to blame, and uh, naturally, um, with the game, you can't blame an animal. They just they they start killing them. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe that's Poking. what they'll do. Yeah. But uh, people won't have a problem with that because they're not soft and cuddly. Right. Now, in this particular case with the singer, the guy's dead. Um, 
He killed her with a handgun. So the gun control issue is there, but it's really like the same old routine when it comes to handguns. But now we have a little bit more of uh, a debate with the AR-15. You know, assault rifles, assault in particular the AR-15, because how did this guy... I read that. Name? The family came out today with a statement of the inventor of the AR-15. Wasn't he in security? I think it was... Oh, old. no way. Yeah. He was in security. Yeah, the kid was. Yeah. The, kid, the, the yeah, I don't know Orlando guy was. Right, but I mean, when you're just a rent-a-cop uh, working at the shopping yeah. mall, or uh, I don't know, the Winn-Dixie or wherever the hell he worked. <laughs> the Publix. <laughs> yeah, right, the bagger. Um, fresh swordfish. Yes. Right, I, I don't know where he worked, but they don't carry those. So. <laughs> right. Fresh gelati with your know. AR-15. But the AR-15 is catching a lot of heat right now. The, the big debate is uh, sign this petition to stop civilians purchasing the AR-15. Yeah. Which I don't know how I saw that. about it anymore. You know, part of me thinks that, um, well, let's say, for example, we have, uh, we have riots. The, the left will argue... You know, the only thing that an AR-15 is good for, or any assault rifle, is killing people. If you have an AK-47, you're not going to hunt with it. You're just, it's made for killing people. So why do you need it? Well, you know, what if... Many uh, turns Right, but what if you're a shop owner in the middle of a riot, and uh, these riots <laughs> have happened in the past couple of years? And we're going to talk about the Rodney King riots very shortly, I think, because they, they came up insurance. on ESPN recently. Yes. Um, OJ something the next. You know, that'll be the next subject. So uh, you might want to protect yourself. You might have to. Yeah, so say a hubba. A little 9mm. But then there's the other part of me that says, all right, well, let's let's look at the other side here. Um, if you're not military trained, you're not law enforcement trained, you're not a killer. So the operative word assault rifle is used, as, as it would imply assault, kill, destroy, right. whatever you want to look at it. But it's called an assault rifle. Create havoc. Master if you're not trained to assault, destroy, or kill, should you really be having one? So, I, you know, I don't know. I'm really on the fence with it. I think it's worth debating, but I don't think that you should take the AR-15 from everybody because even my right. – a lot of my military friends, many of whom um, they, they know how to don't use it reside properly. here in New York where the AR-15 can't be purchased anyway, as much as Cuomo is, is standing on his pedestal and his soapbox and going into Greenwich Village and saying, I'm with you, we're going to stop this in New York because it didn't happen in New York. And right. it doesn't happen in New York because you can't buy an AR-15. Um, but in other states where I have some uh, kind of rednecky friends... And they love to take pictures with their right, AR-15s. They love to show the uh, new profile update when there's... Are you talking about my sister? sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I want to poke fun at him sometimes. I'm like, okay, that's great. But can you fight Nerd. without one of those things? <laughs> you fight with your fists. Well, what, what is, it, what what is the intent purpose for it? The AR-15. It's to... The AR-15 is... It's massive it's casualties? Amazing. Yeah, it's it was... It's the civilian version, as they say, of the M16 slash M4. Okay. So we'll use it for that purpose. It's, then. it's pretty much the same thing, but you can't turn it on burst because you can't fire. Right. It's semi-automatic. Right. 
So maybe they should just maybe they well, should sell guns for what they're served for. Yeah, I mean, if it's used to just mow down people, maybe that guy shouldn't have been able to buy one. Yeah, and again, this kid was—we <laughs> talked about this on the last show. He, he was interviewed three times by the FBI. Now, you—they didn't have just cause to arrest the kid, according to what I understand. I don't no. know the whole the whole facts of the case. But they could obviously couldn't arrest him. They, didn't, they couldn't charge him with anything. See how but it could show up in a background somewhere that this kid might have some kind of a mental issue. And yeah. they could have... Well, obviously. Stores could have said, uh, yeah, we just can't yeah. sell. They have that right. They don't need to see a conviction. But if they had just put on his record that somewhere that, that he was questioned by the FBI for whatever reason, that would give the store owners yeah. a reason... Just think, uh-oh, this might not be such a good idea. But what they, they could do, too, I think, though, would be, like, uh, more cost-affordable and, you know, because they say, like, do mental health checks and this and that, and that's expensive, but anytime someone wants to purchase a certain type of gun, say the AR-15, they have to send that into the FBI for analysis. It's, you know, it's like doing a background check for a new employee. Like and, and the background And the FBI could deny it. We're, I'm, I'm very much for them. But the problem is they're, they're, so, uh, they're so ridiculous. It's just too easy. Yeah. To yeah. They're really this. ridiculous. I mean, there just was... Just a middle uh, road sometimes. How the, many the middle stories of, of uh, these mass shooters who had, quote, histories of mental illness? Yeah. They need to get laid. You know, well, if you had a history of a mental illness, then how did that surpass Sp- through? Right. Yeah, just, the you're speaking, you're speaking some good so truth tonight, bad. brother. Speaking some good truth. I mean, you know come what it on. Is? It's, it's decent rules laid out by... Schmucks. Yes, there it is. People, the people enforcing the good rules. Yeah. Like go- Governor Rick Scott. <laughs> but right yeah, now you're, you're speaking a lot of truth. Biscardi, I agree Washington. with Biscardi on that one. That's good. Preach, preach. And right now in Washington, preach. that's the big thing. There was a yeah. the, the, the politicians apparently put on a 15-hour filibuster. Yeah, what was that about? Find, that, that, it was oh, to yeah, get yeah, the yeah. Debate for the AR-15. Oh. And it was more or less um, Northeastern politics. Connecticut, I know Murphy was, he was on the floor for God knows how long. And, and the, the goal was to, awesome. to gather enough votes to uh, get the AR-15 banned and uh, just to, to drive their opposition insane, as politicians do. They went on with the filibuster. I don't know if they actually just rambled about gun like... control or they actually read from like a phone book or they yeah. quoted Jimmy Stewart, you know, for 15 hours. I, I, I thought of the same reference, Mr. Smith. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what they actually talked about. Well, let's That's see what funny. we have. Let's is pull. it like in, remember in Lincoln when, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and other people are arguing? Yes. Great reference. Is that, is that like what it is? Like they're just one, they're like WWF promoing, backstaging each other. You know? Yeah, but it's not, you know, Mr. Yeah. Perfect. Not like, uh, the, but the thing is, the Macho King. Is, when you're filibustering, it's like, hi, I have the floor and you can't say anything. You just have to vote. So I'm going to sit up here and I'm going to talk and talk and talk. And it might be yeah. uh, it's a loophole about some totally mundane, uh, something irrelevant to anything. And you can, there's, they could literally read from a phone book, and that was an old tactic that they used to. The idea was to bore <laughs> your opponent stiff. So if you had the willpower to just a delay sit tactic and sit yes. there and sit Great there and just, and just, just suck it up, read, delay. talk. 
Yeah, and then they had to listen to you. So once one side is betting on the other to get too tired to quit, and they're going, ah, they got their arms crossed. All right, yeah, you keep talking. I'll listen here. I got nothing but time. And the other guy who's talking is saying, okay, well, I got plenty of time. Hey, and they're, and they're have you heard about this one? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a horse walks into the bar. It's a loophole. It's a tactic. Because yeah. they can't they can't interrupt you as long as you don't sit down and right. you know stop. So apparently this one went on for 15 hours. It ended at 2 a.m. Let's see what we got here. Uh, GOP vote. allow gun control votes after the 15 hour filibuster. So that was basically it. They were trying to get a vote on banning they meaning the left. Um, the Senate minority at this point. They were trying to get a vote yeah. to ban the AR-15, I guess, from civilian uh, purchase. I, I don't what the state? hell? Um, what the hell? But Senate Democrats ended in nearly 15-hour filibuster early Thursday after Republican <laughs> Party leaders reportedly agreed to allow votes on two proposed gun control measures. Senator Chris Murphy, a Democrat from Connecticut, said that a compromise had been reached. Votes would be held on whether to ban people on the government's terrorist watch list from obtaining gun licenses, which the Donald is doing right now. That's actually, he was, he was meeting with the NRA about that. Meeting green. Yeah, and uh, nice. whether to expand background checks to gun shows and internet sales, we did not have that commitment when we started today, Murphy said. And this is from uh, NBC. See, I want to do a filibuster about not paying my rent on time. Matt, you got the check? Yes. Actually, let me talk yeah. to you about the yes. movie Dutch. <laughs> Let me explain to you why Star Wars is popular. Yes. Well, I happen to have the teleplay of Roots. Right. Oh. And I'm going to read it phonetically. <laughs> Twitters! At the underscore podcastle. You don't have to fucking like us on Facebook. I don't care anymore. But please do tweet us. You're very good at Twitter. And speaking uh, of Roots. Oh, speaking of Roots. There's and... a former thespian of the show. Speaking juice. of riots, juice. Uh, I need some orange juice. My throat is parched, and that parch can only be quenched by some more O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yep, we're not letting this one die. Juice. Hey, real quick, before we get into the juice, don't you guys think he should juice. have a show? I mean, if everything yes. were acceptable in America today, O.J. give him a show. Yes. You don't have to like him, I agree. but yes. give him a show. I, well, we're all watching the old footage, the archive footage, and of course we watched this. Uh, TV series was the just, most watched program of 2016. See? So there's a demand. Anything I, is just fair game at this point. I, I just watched some more F. Lee Bailey on YouTube the other night. The cross examination. Oh, so good. Yeah, he yeah. actually talked. He, they interviewed him on this. He's of course, and I think he's still living in Florida now, and he's been disgraced after being disbarred. Oh so, yeah. Uh, sure, he was quick to jump on that opportunity to maybe get a paycheck that's, to get on. That's TV. why he was great. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. The truly great ones get disbarred because they bend yeah. every rule yeah. they can <laughs> until it bites them in the ass. They get the job done. He's slimy, and that's the guy you want to call first. Exactly. He's like, he's like Shapiro and just asked me, hey, I'm taking the OJ case. Do you want to help me? And I said, I'll be right there. I was like, was what? Great, yeah, I, I know. So Incredible. Made in America. Um, it's a five-part documentary. It's, it's five parts, yeah, five parts, and I think the final one is tomorrow. Five tomorrow, yeah. Um, and it's already live streaming. You can watch it without having to wait. Yes, so. that's what I'm doing. I'm Where doing can we watch that, that live streaming? But I, I, I it's, the ESPN I app. Yes. Oh. ESPN Watch app. Where I enjoy I Mike and see. Mike in the morning. Ooh. I, I want to see it. Uh, 
as it's scheduled because so I like to skill. It is tense. Yeah, but it is killing me because I want to watch it. it, it it's so addictive. But they talk about the riots, and immediately when I'm watching this guy on the show get beaten up outside of his truck, he's dragged oh down by. Oh my god! Yeah, and, and of I course that, that was when the helicopter pilot is just—he's down there They're filming it. Shock. Police to help. So there's no law enforcement. There's no SWAT with AR-15s. Uh, you know, you yeah. might... That, now, there's a situation where you could justify being a civilian, maybe having an AR-15. Hey, a little works. history on the, on, the, on the guns that you might appreciate, not to interject. But not do you know slice. that the North North Hollywood shootout in 1997, oh boy. Yeah. which is... Uh, if you ever seen the movie SWAT, the opening scene is based on that. Most police yeah. officers in L.A. didn't carry assault rifles in their car. Because of that... They they all have them now. Uh, yeah, wow. but I just read that recently. And and it's funny that you, you're watching this going, "Wow, what did Rodney King have to do with OJ? They were night. They, they had nothing in common. OJ OJ would have called him a, a very derogatory word because he didn't oh, yeah. think that he was one of them. So what what are we going to talk about Rodney King? And then the way they tie it in in the show. Well, it right. was all the setup. Rodney King beating. And uh, the black populace of L.A., it, it, whoever, uh, it led to the acquittal because whoever they were filmed that, it. Whoever filmed that beating opened Pandora's freaking box. Because oh, yeah. 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 And I don't mean the shitty PlayStation. The, <laughs> the, the rest of the world, the, the rest of the white world saw something that we were like, I don't even know if that's for real. Oh, yeah, exactly. As a kid, like, we're we're little kids. It's something that's on TV. And then all of a sudden, these cops don't get in trouble for it. And you're like, well, that doesn't seem to make sense. But maybe the guy was, I don't know, a superhero, supervillain. Then the riots. And again, Mm. it's just another thing you're watching on TV. You don't really get it. But it's like that's building there. It's an event. And the lead attorney is a civil rights attorney who happened to get appointed, uh, retained for a murder case. And he finds a way to make it about civil rights. And he was framed. And they got this guy, Furman, who we found. I didn't know this until uh, Made in America, which I don't think anybody did. Furman tried to sue the city of Los Angeles because it turned him racist. He says, "My, you made me this way." Oh, that's a, that's a cop out. Yeah. Well, Come he on. didn't win that lawsuit. Come on. They dug that up. The defense dug I that did. up about him. And so I they, think... uh, wow. They created this story out of all of this history that happened over the past like four and five years. In, in yes, it 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 was interesting. The, the first two episodes set it up so if you didn't really watch it. You know, during that time, you didn't go through it. You didn't, like, understand why it was the trial of the century. It didn't yeah. become the trial of the, of the century, like, on its own. There's, like, these huge key American social events that took place, like, setting the stage. It was crazy. It's interesting. Yeah. That's huge what it is. It set up. the stage. Yeah. It gave yeah. the setup. Like, before a and, clip on, you know. Uh, foreshadowing. Well, it gave a, it painted a picture of those events about to unfold. A previous preview. He he, he was the like this, He played football in the '60s in college, right? Yeah. And not a lot of yeah. He was almost more football. famous in college 
than he was in the pros because he was so miserable in Buffalo. Yeah. Right. Never want to see. And they were losing, but when he was at USC, he was still the juice in the pros. But his, he was really in the highlight of his career as a, a college ball player. Right, because you always hear he was the Heisman winner, not, you know, he won the Super Bowl because right. he did yeah, it. Yeah, right. you don't see him with the Lombardi trophy ever. Right. He does have Great. some records, though, in the NFL that I think are still not broken yet. No. Um, but he was smart. Like, yeah. he made sure that his, you know, lifestyle that these rich whites, you know, rich white Southern Californians. Sorry. I had to wind up to say that one. You know, he stayed, he stayed close to them and, and, and kept making money. He, he knew yeah. he had to keep making money after the football was gone. Exactly. So he's in commercials. Right. And the most amazing thing I'm I saw, it, it was on last night's episode, was after all these people are cheering him on during the, the chase and he gets home and they're still cheering him as he's getting hooked up and they cart him away to the county. They're still cheering him. And he says, that apparently he said to the other cops in the vehicle, what are all these niggers doing in Brentwood? Oh. I mean. <laughs> I, did, I did read that. Who I did read that. that. It was very salacious. Wow. Yeah. Who does that? OJ Simpson. He owned the host of the next show. Ham. He like invested in like very successful companies. Oh yeah. Sideline reporter, and then all of a sudden you it's sprinkle like the opposite of Trump. You sprinkle in news of him like beating his wife, and you're like, oh, oh what a jerk. Picture of, him eh, of course. <laughs> oh really? It's an ang- yeah, angry. Put that in the page. Yeah, John, you're absolutely right. He was. Yeah. He was a smart business sudden, guy. He his money was working for him well beyond the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was doing commercials. He was going to be in Frogman. I know. And he was probably the goofiest character in one of the funniest movies, movie oh, yeah. franchises ever. Which I watched the other day. Oh, and uh, every time he, nice. he came up, I kept saying, "I'm just driving my wife nuts." Because I just went, "Juice, <laughs> the juice, the juice, the juice, the juice." Hey, you're right. It's the juice. <laughs> hey, you know what I drove past the other week? Speaking of Naked Gun, was uh, remember when he's driving? He goes everywhere I look. It reminds me of her, and he sees the two towers that look like the boobs. Mm-hmm. I passed that oh, yeah. driving, and I was yeah. like, "There it is." Yeah. There. Jen was taking pictures. We almost like rear-ended a cop. I'm like, get a shot. Now, how many times have you been? Love that movie. Since the show, and, and with the new show, past Rockingham. Actually, Gretna Drive. I've only been there past there maybe twice, but my parents were uh, in town, and I was driving them around, and we passed Rockingham, and I said, "There's where, uh, there's the street where OJ did the deed." And they go, "Oh, can we see?" I said, "No, we got to keep going. The traffic is building up. I need to get. I'm sweating at this point. It's like four o'clock. I was like, we need to make this window, but I'll, I'll make a special trip there. I, I don't know. Is this house still standing? Is it knocked down? I know the condo is knocked down." Condo is not so Gretna Drive doesn't exist anymore. Right. I did like how OJ would, you know, when they'd interview him when he was a football player. um, I think it was even in college he would say, you know, they'd mention being a black guy somehow for some reason. They just go, "Hey, you're black and successful. What's that like? That's kind of different." He would go, "I'm not judged for my skin. I'm judged for my ability as an athlete. So I don't really like care." And I, I kind of, I, I liked that outlook. That was like a cool, 
you know, duck of that question. You kind of get yeah. out of that question. Real and quick. it was like he really only had three black friends. He had the two guys he grew up with, Joe Bell and, um, of course, A.C. Al Cowens. Coincidentally, right. will not talk. No. They, I mean, nobody knows. This guy is probably living in seclusion somewhere. But this guy, Joe Bell, who told the story about the three answer. of them in the bathroom shooting dice and then the juice managed to roll over on those two guys in a con job right. when they got hauled to the, the principal's office. Whatever it took for that guy. And no uh, loyalty. And uh, Ron Ship turned his that back on him, knew that he had done it after he told like three different stories about how That's he cut his hand. Right. Um, so he really only had, at that rat. point, two black friends. Yeah. Everybody else was white. So he just didn't like really me. assimilate to black society. It's he, like, no, he, went, he was like Marcus White. San yeah. Francisco. In the ghettos of San Francisco. Which, you, which you aren't really... Always, yeah, to me... Ghettos like L.A. or New York. I mean, right. it's, it's the city it's seven miles wide. It's not... Right. It's bad, but it's not... There's not enough room for, like, a dangerous... Right. right. <laughs> I know they say that the Can't Oakland side enough. is a lot worse. Oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. True. The zoo. Um, so... He's a sideline reporter. He's a funny guy in movies. He's on Hertz commercials. Then, like, you sprinkle in a story of maybe he beat his wife. And, you know, the the news back then was different, so it didn't really, like, stick around. It was like, oh, damn, if that's true, what a jerk. And then it's tucked away. Yeah, and, oh, that's nice, though. She wants to go back with him, so they must be patching things up. Okay, there's a happy ending. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. That's exactly what it was. It was weird. Nowadays, I mean, he'd get fired from wherever he was. All his endorsements would be taken away, and he'd be finished if if that came out today, if if those pictures surfaced. And And that's something I really admire about Nicole Simpson's sister. They're not Denise the blonde one, but... She's on there, and as as heartbreaking as telling the story is for her, I mean, I give her a lot of credit. She said, at the very least, something positive came from all this. We now have new laws on domestic, stricter laws on domestic violence. And uh, oh, yeah. you know, I give her, I give her a lot of credit. For that. Yeah. So uh, that that Rodney ruined it for the King, rest of us. That tape, man, that was everything. Uh, and yeah. you know what? The prosecution they had all this archive footage and all these stories from people. Now, if they had this show. They could have set something up because they talk about in his early oh. dates how we could talk his way out of things. Yes. And he's just invincible. They could have set charmer. everything up for their side, but they didn't know all this stuff. Yeah. Right. They weren't prepared. And I so love the prosecution. They burden of proof. I mean, in reality, ready. they didn't meet because with all the DNA evidence, at that time, DNA uh, uh, forensics, I guess, was kind of new. You know, it was the early 90s. Now everybody is convicted or acquitted based on DNA. It's not just circumstantial evidence anymore. Because um, you know, people watch Law and Order. Well, I don't, but that's that's right. written about a thousand episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, every every season. Yeah. So when you look at uh, the, the time frame, anything that they could bring, no matter how concrete the evidence seemed, they had a defense that could shoot it down. So they didn't meet the burden of proof. Right. They were brilliant. Yeah, because they were truly. making you think about something else. Right. right. Well, they were, they were making you think about not the murder. Right. Yeah. Oh, Look at this well, big shiny thing over here. <laughs> <laughs> you found hair, so I'm an African American man. 
You found and a speckle of blood in the Bronco. It's too easy to plant a, with a, a little Q-tip swab of blood. If I murdered somebody, it'd be all over my car. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was the course. I said, oh, yeah. See ya, Hubba. Kikin Yenny. The one guy said, uh, he's like, you know, OJ, he had this charm, and he could he could talk his way in and out of everything, and but I always just felt like he was using everyone around him. Yes. Like yeah. it was just I, I, a I dishonest like yeah. mask that he was wearing. Yeah. And every and time he was on he was on television or in front of a camera on film yeah. or talking to people, it was all a con. Yeah. He was playing us all and then all of a sudden another nine one one call from Nicole. It was Sprinkle all a big that farce. in. And then she moves out and files for divorce. Mm-hmm. And that's in the newspaper. But again, the news back then it's different. It doesn't really like nobody cares. Yeah, they're not that invasive, you know. They're too worried about Reagan. I saw this movie Concussion. I haven't seen it. Uh, uh, with Big Willie. I can't get over his accent in the trailer. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it would drive me nuts. It's like DiCaprio and the Blood Diamond. I just I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, like I love them both. It. Just can't do right, it. Right, yeah. I want to watch it, but it would probably drive me nuts too. But apparently, the real guy, whoever he is, is saying this is what happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you get slammed in the head a few too many times. You go out and, and grab a knife and, and you butcher your ex-wife. Yep. Could be Parkinson's, too, later down the road. I mean, getting hit that many times, I mean, geez, think about it. it knocks your brain loose. And then, like, right up before when he when the murders happened, he, like, watched her after she moved out and some other guy do he it. watched him. Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy. Kiki. He's like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prideful man. I just wanted to see what, you know, what was doing. I know. And it's I feel weird. Bad for that it's like watching your parents do it. Gross. I mean, that I don't mean to smear a woman's yeah. grave, but, uh, you know, she was having such a great time being single. Well, of course, she was rich now. Yeah, she right. She spent her enterprise and, uh, dollars. And she was out there and she found a nice guy who had a head on his shoulders. Good looking. Has, uh, he's pretty successful. Yeah, uh, you know he's not a football star, but he made a good living, and uh, she leaves him and goes back to the the house of hell. So, yeah. hell house. Uh, who's to blame for that? Crow Deville. Yeah. It's wild. And Mark Mark Furman's talking about hopping over the fence and talking oh, yeah. to Cato Kalen. He's like, yeah. Cato says, oh, "Well, I was talking on the phone, and then there was like an earthquake." <laughs> And I was okay. surfing before was an like, audition. <laughs> this is such a trauma audition. There was like an earthquake, man. The walls like, were shaking. Up. Excellent. And, and I love how he says, I wasn't friends with OJ. I was friends with Nicole. But you weren't right. living with, in Nicole's house. Right. And you were going out for burgers that night, not with Nicole. He looked like a pervert, but kind of sweet at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna move us on here from OJ. I want to ask you guys if you want to have a little fun tonight. By fun, I mean let's have a couple beers, take our pants off. Oh wait, we're still recording. Uh, no, I have a I put together a little quiz for you guys. You guys, are big movie guys. The audience is big movie people, and I put together 17 quotes from really popular movies and very obscure different things. And I wanted to read them off with your permission and see if you guys can guess. Kind of like a trivia without the douchiness. Would you guys Slice. be down for a little movie quote quiz? Absolutely. Are thinking caps on? 
thinking caps and jimmy caps just to be safe you always have to have protection all right john mike you guys ready vagina yes vaginas all right quote number one I didn't really think about the mechanics of how this would work with answering. I figure you guys just answer whoever knows it. Well, if Biscardi knows it, then he can have it. If I know it, I'll take it. And if I know it, then I get a million bucks because I have all the answers. All right, number one. (laughs) Quote, movie number one is, may the force be with you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Star Wars. A movie I don't watch, a series of movies that I don't watch, but still. Same here. If you answered Casablanca. You'd be wrong. Star Wars. Number two. The original. The original. Number four. Number two is Toto. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. They get harder, but just loosen you up. On that note, this is here's a a pre-game. It's like a date. Here's a good good question. Name a movie quote that is such a cliche it drives you nuts when you hear it. And one of mine is lions and tigers and bears online. Yes, mine is uh, it's, Mr. It's DeVille. I'm, not re- I'm ready for my close-up because it's actually a misquote. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, no but go on. I'm sorry. No, no, that was it. Yeah, I'm ready for my close-up. That good film. Great film. I love Sunset Boulevard, but yeah. uh, the line is actually something along. It's along the lines of tell Mr. DeVille I'm ready for my close-up, but everyone quotes it as, oh, you, can, you know, good point. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to ADD all over the place, but I got to tell you, the biggest movie quote that is quoted more than anything that's an actual misquote is if you build it they will come is not is never said in the movie field of dreams oh what is it because i've never if, seen it if you build it <laughs> he will come. they will come uh, or i'm sorry if you build it he will he come because yeah. shoeless joe shoeless joe is the guy who he's referring to oh. but you know what i mean it, whatever it's a big one. Right, number three I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Matthew. Hello, Matthew. That's incidental. It's good to see you again. (laughs) Number four is, it's alive! It's alive! (laughs) Gene Wilder. Oh, my God, what a great movie. Okay, good. Next one is, switching it up a little bit now. Put it on the wrist. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. The quote was, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. The answer is the Princess Bride. Okay. Oh, yeah. D-E-D. Yes. Uh, here's number I was six. You were close. In my head. In your head. In your dick. He is a good and smart master, and he made me this collar so that I may speak. Squirrel! <laughs> he made me this collar so that I may speak. Squirrel? He is a good and smart master, and he made me the collar so that I may speak. Squirrel. It wasn't that. Oh. Uh, well, I was going to say awesome power for a second, but no. What is that? Uh, I can see it. Can we get a hint? The hint will be it is a, a film under the umbrella of the Disney Company. Squirrel. Oh. It's an animal that says it. Yes. A dog. Yeah, it's off. a dog. The movie rhymes with cup. The answer is up. Oh. All right. Next two are good. 
Next two were good. Would have gotten that one. I was far. I was far. I was thinking in another realm. Number seven. Get off my plane. Air Force One. It was on tonight. I think. Oh. Well, then you might know the next one. That quote is, "Get off my lawn." <laughs> Get off my lawn. What does everyone my car for? You never. <laughs> Used to start cooks like you five feet high crazy with sandbags. So Next one it is uh, fifteen. <laughs> gooks for neighbors. Go to bed and sleep like a baby. You can count on it. Remember Sully when I promised to. Ki- I'm not gonna try to do this one, but the quote is: "Remember Sully, when I promised to kill you last, I lied." Mm. Remember Sully when Sully. I remember Sully when I promised to kill you last, I lied. Give you a hint. It's. A quote by the actor who played the Terminator. But uh, it's not that uh, film. Um, I thought it was a Die Hard for a second, but no. Um, the answer is Commando. Commando? Nah, I wouldn't guess that. I, I haven't seen it either. I just. Oh. That one. <laughs> All right, next one. You guys know this? I'm kind of a big deal. Starting on. I'm kind of a big deal. Ron Burgundy. I bet he learned about my books by Apocalypse of Rich Mahogany. Learned <laughs> <laughs> about books. Next one's next one is next quote on this quiz is strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. No idea. I actually never Clerks. saw this one either. This might be a blasphemous one, John. Clerks. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, I haven't uh, seen that in years. I haven't seen, yeah, at I least. Think the only years. line I remember is you killed Teddy, Dickweed, or something like that. Dickweed was when that was invented from that movie. I never saw it. You could be telling me Thanksgiving dinner right now, and I would buy it. Uh, next quote is When you're a jet, <laughs> you're a jet all the way. Oh, come on. <laughs> I knew it. West Side Story, of course. Uh, next one is. This never seen it. This one. Oh, Never will. It's amazing that uh, Best George Shakiris is still alive, and so is really yeah. Who? I, I I like reading about the actors in the film, uh, people that are still alive, like Christopher Plummer. The fact that he's still alive is amazing to me. Plummer, what, what yeah, is West Side? Oh, I know. He is an old old man. And yeah. you know another fact about West Side Story? Apparently, Natalie Wood and uh, her counterpart Tony in real life did not like each other very much. Apparently. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, t- Christopher Plummer was old in The Sound of Music in 1965, and, and yes. he's still doing movies. And he's still kicking. Uh, next one is of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world, she, she walks into mine. She walked into mine. You play it for her, you play it for me. Yeah, we still have Paris. That would be Casablanca. Ah, Casablanca. Shit, I will never see. No, you know, I think I saw that in film class, and I just like don't remember any of it. Not so blasphemous. I was like, this is black and white. It's okay. it's looking at you, kid. Yeah, there is. John, see, you're, you're, you're cinematic. Yeah, uh, we should we should do this game with cinematic attic. Next time we get Brett Katz. That's going. another annoying one. He was looking at you, kid. Is so cliche. Yeah, looking at you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Very cliche. It's or a brilliant I'll be scene. Back. Yeah, but yeah, beautiful shot. But beautifully shot. Next quote is. Uh, they're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. Isn't that Blues Traveler? Blues, the Blues Brothers. 
Oh, yeah. Blues Brothers. You get credit. It's John Popper. Eddie Taylor! I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm wearing a diaper. Okay, next one is... Your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. So your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. You don't know about playing. You screw up just one this much. Top guns. Chicago play full of rubbing dog shit out of Hong Kong. Yes, sir. All right, there's two more. One is pretty obvious, or at least a very popular film. The other one is a kind of obscure. But I'm going to give you a hint before each. The first one, second to last, is a movie from our childhood that was made in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Uh The 80s, the years of Reagan and Star Wars, uh, space shuttle program, and uh, uh, singles. Coca-Cola Wars. Rocky. (laughs) All right. The quote is, that belongs in a museum. Oh, come on. Another Harrison Ford obvious one. <laughs> you lost uh, today, kid. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to like it. This news ball. <laughs> and this one was on the other night on, um, I think it was Sundance. So I don't expect anybody to know this, but I'll tell you, I'll give you a good hint. It's early 90s. Fairly popular for its time. And it has Christina Applegate the role. And the quote is the dishes are done, man. Oh, don't tell mom dishes the babysitter's There it is. And that's all right. My father took me to see that in 1989 or 1990, whenever it was. You saw that in the theaters? That's great. Yeah. I saw it in the yeah, theaters it's... too, like down the shore <laughs> with like Showalter. Wow. That's amazing. And Give like, me a good a new car. What do you win, Mike? A new a new <laughs> All right. That was fun. That was great. That's a great game. That's a good game. We should do that more. It should be a regular. I think we should do uh, next show song lyrics quiz. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you guys want to put tonight in the W, or am I missing something very important here, which I do a lot in life? No, I think right now. I'm not. From yes. Cleveland, the Cavaliers. Oh, yes. and- that, that's what I missed. John Sports score recap. It's always something, whether it's my taxes or something of the show. My apologies. Sports with John. Sports with John. Uh, ten, minutes left, ten minutes left in the fourth from Cleveland. The Cavs up 84-73. Game six of the NBA Finals. Yo. What's the score? It's a nine-point game. Wow. Or maybe 11. What's the quarter? The quarter. Ten. Ten minutes left in the fourth. Wow. I hear people going nuts out, outside here. Yeah, it's either that too. or there's a ghetto bird circling around in the book for Ghetto bird. What's going on in the, the world of uh, America's favorite pastime? Baseball. 82-71. Yeah, they're not um, – the New York team is not doing so hot. That is correct, Michael. Well, the Mets are four and a half out of first place behind the Nationals in the NL East. Cubs still have a kung fu grip on the NL Central. And the Giants still at the top of the West. And in fake league, in the East, the Indians and the Royals are tied for the first. Six 
and a half game lead on John. I didn't hear anything you said. Me neither. I was playing Sports Center. <laughs> I hope my voice could have carried over that. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, uh, was it too loud? Detroit beat the Yankees. It was loud in my ears. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's it won't be loud in the in the playback. No, I, I, I had it mixed. That's not hey, sweat. It was so loud. <laughs> you guys are. So, I'm sorry. Did I? I was like, the ahead. Orioles have a one game lead over the Red Sox <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Go ahead, finish, man. I'm sorry. No more music. I thought Sports Center theme would be a good accompaniment. Stop the music. <laughs> oh, and uh, since the last show, the Penguins, the Pittsburgh freaking mm. Penguins, out of nowhere again. Sidney Crosby now has two Stanley Cup titles and a gold medal, an Olympic gold medal. Uh, I mean, you know. Why does yeah. hockey go into June? I just Will moonwalk into the Hall of Fame. I oh, I know. There's too many Both teams, and now they're right. getting another team in Vegas. Like a oh, snake. Like a snake. And the NFL also getting a team in Vegas. Yeah. Um, Eagles sign. That I'm not totally adverse to. Yeah. No, I mean, I it's bizarre that there's yeah. nothing there. there yeah, I, that's All something right. that makes sense to me. And uh, finally, Matthew, uh, the Phillies were getting hammered by the Blue Jays and ended up losing 13-2. to I saw that. So yeah. sad. Batista. They're, uh, they're really collapsing like we all kind of were waiting for them to. And that's Sports with John. And that's Sports with John. <laughs> hey, before we go, thanks for the episode, man. I'm going to give it justice. Sorry about a, the theme. A movie. Kind of... Sorry. Quote that annoys you. There's a good one. Yeah. Everybody tweet us. Please tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what movie uh, quote kind of annoys you that's overplayed. We'll tweet this out as well. Before we go, I just thought of something spontaneous we can quickly do. You guys have seen Sports Center in the past, right? You know the recaps in the morning. So here's what Sports Center would sound like if they were recapping John Hassinger, Michael Biscardi, and my life every morning of what we did the night before. And in Los Angeles, Clark gets up to get another beer. He goes to the kitchen. He finds out there are two left. He has sends Jen to the store to do it. She yells at him because he already drank too much. But he doesn't care because they already won the drinking. His liver is down to nothing. And in New York, Biscardi's going to go to bed early tonight. But wait, Karen comes out of nowhere with some pasta. She made some special <laughs> pasta. And now they're eating it outside in the night because it's a warm weather. And that's what they do. It's still early in the season. And she could still pair some dishes. And meanwhile, down in Florida, John returning from a 13-game stretch on the road where a bachelor party and a trip to Talladega, he is now feeding Shady the Cat. Shady the Cat's coming around, and she just shit on the rug! But he was out with Mac the Dog. And now Hey Ashley's coming in, and Hey Ashley says, boom! She has wedding invitations to approve, and that's Sports Center. Yo, the, the Warriors are coming back. They were down by like 20. That was amazing, but I have, you know. Yeah, I know. No. It's, it's Real life. Uh, Real life. Oh. 11 point, 11 point game. This is crazy. The All people right. outside are going nuts. We're going to wrap this up right now. Jen just came in with a fresh pizza in the other room because we're slobs and that's all we do is eat out. Slash. Slash it. Um, please tweet us at the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle. Thanks so much for listening with Archduke John Hassinger, Vice President Michael Biscardi, and applicant for Taco Bell Matthew Clark saying... Good night, everybody. Godspeed.